You enter the forest at the darkest point, where there is no path. Where there is a way or a path, it is someone else's path. You are not on your own path. Joseph Campbell. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 111, Breaking Down the Hero's Journey. So what is the hero's journey? To me, it kind of seems very intimidating. Um, It's really not the approach that I use when I write a novel. Granted, I don't really write adventure novels, um, but I want to learn more about it and I want to do an episode about it this week. I did learn about it in school and writing classes in the past, but I've never really applied it to my own writing process. So maybe if you are kind of in a similar situation as me, this would be a good episode for you. I'm going to use an example from popular literature to help me illustrate the hero's journey as well as my own example and my own interpretation of how it is all broken down. But the hero's journey is 17 steps and I think that's a big reason why it feels so intimidating. It seems so detailed, like you have to be thinking about so much throughout the course of your story. But really, if you look at a lot of popular examples from literature, The author doesn't necessarily always include all 17 steps, and these 17 steps look different story to story. This concept, of course, was made popular by Joseph Campbell. I should have done my research and figured out like what year it came about and whatnot, but it's a technique that's been used for a long time. Um, You know, certain elements of this were used in the Odyssey um, in very classic books, but I want to take more of a modern day approach, an easier, more bite-sized approach to it in this week's episode. So according to masterclass.com, the hero's journey is a narrative story template that involves a hero going on an adventure, learning a lesson, winning a victory, and then coming home transformed, i.e. a positive character arc. So should you be writing a hero's journey in a genre such as romance or YF? I don't necessarily think so, but I don't think it's a bad idea to incorporate some of these elements into your story. Um, You know, of course, every story follows a very different structure. So by no means is this a one-sized end-all be-all approach. So the first step in the hero's journey, which is a step that most people have in their book, is the call to adventure, i.e. the hook. This is a disruption in the hero's life. It's an invitation to leave the normal world. It's a glimpse of what could be. For example, in Harry Potter, um, Harry receives letters summoning him to Hogwarts. In romance, it might be someone inheriting a house off the New England coast. Number two is very important because if the hero didn't do that, then there would be really no story. Number two is the refusal of the call to adventure. The character does not want to leave his comfortable, safe world. So, you know, this happens pretty early on in the story. You have to give the reader just enough information, just enough detail to really set the scene and make the reader understand why the character doesn't want to leave this comfortable lifestyle for this exciting adventure. Also, someone else could refuse the call of adventure for the hero, i.e. in Harry Potter, the Dursleys, um... They ignore all these letters, they don't explain what it means, even though they have an idea, they refuse everything from Ho- everything from Hogwarts for Harry. Maybe in my romance novel example, maybe the girl that inherited the house 
Um, maybe she's in a great relationship, she has a great job going for her, she has this exciting life in New York City, and she's like, no way, I don't want the house. Someone just sell it for me, I'll take the money. Number three, supernatural aid. Um, this does not necessarily have to be like a god or a witch or a wizard, but it could just be like a mentor um, or someone in the character's life giving them the tools to um, accept the call or it could be a divine intervention which is maybe what more traditionally this step was thought of um, in harry potter hagrid he comes and explains everything to harry he explains that he's a wizard he explains who his parents are harry trusts hagrid and he goes off on the adventure in this romance novel that i am making up um, perhaps the divine intervention is the girl gets laid off from her fancy big law job. Number four is crossing the threshold. So the hero begins the quest and he is thrust out of the normal world. And this is the first plot point if you outline your novel according to plot and pinch points. Harry Potter, he crosses platform nine and three quarters and he is no longer in the muggle world. This girl, she moves to New England and accepts the house since she's been laid off by her job, laid off from her job and she has no choice. Number five, the belly of the whale. The hero crosses the point of no return and he then encounters an obstacle. Belly of the Whale was one I was not super familiar with before I did this episode. Um, in Harry Potter, I think it's whenever Harry sits down with a sorting hat and he questions, does he truly belong in Slytherin? So he's here, he's out of the normal world, but he's sort of starting to encounter things and question who he really is. The girl who inherits the house discovers the house is really not as livable as the realtor made it seem to be. Um, in fact, it kind of seems haunted. Steps one through five are known as the departure. Moving on to step six, the road of trials. Now this will be the majority of the book and this is the series of tests that the character often fails and has to navigate through. Um, in Harry Potter, he has to navigate potions class, Professor Snape, Draco Malfoy playing Quidditch, and Professor Quirrell. So there's a lot going on. This is the majority of the story. This girl, she settled onto her New England life. Um, she decides to pursue a blog that she's always wanted to pursue, but it's not getting many views. Um, she keeps applying for remote big law jobs and she's not hearing anything back and she's starting to feel very estranged from her boyfriend in the city number seven meeting with the goddess or mentor um, this is an ally a woman a person who helps the hero of course a lot of people kind of think this is pretty sexist uh, meeting with the goddess the goddess having to help the man whatever i mean i would agree but i think i'm just gonna more interpret this as like a mentor situation so um, Hagrid, he tells Harry all the different secrets of Hogwarts and helps him navigate um, these trials that he's undertaking. This woman in the romance novel, she reconnects with her aunt who tells her that her father wasn't really estranged from her. He loved her in some big secret and she's filled with newfound hope. She starts getting blog views and she gets an interview for a small town law firm in New England. Number eight, the woman as the temptest. 
so the hero is tempted to abandon or stray from the quest. Um, in Harry Potter, this is the mirror, mirror of Erised, um, which is desire spelled backwards. Harry sees his family in it, and he desires to go back to the past. This woman, her boyfriend from the city, comes to visit her for the weekend. He brags about how great the city is. She considers going back and leaving this new life that she has built for herself. Number nine, atonement with the father. The hero confronts the reason for his journey. He faces his doubts and fears, and this is a major turning point in the story, but he doesn't have the tools he needs to win a victory just yet. So this would be the midpoint of the story. Harry realizes the mirror of Erised can't bring his beloved parents back. I don't really know that that's necessarily the midpoint of the first Harry Potter novel, but um, that's the example I could think of with Atonement of the Father. Um, once again, I don't think outlining always follows a completely linear process. That's just my interpretation of it. Um, but to me, um, this is kind of what would correlate with that. The girl realizes that she just wants to be with her boyfriend because she likes the comfortable New York City life and they really have nothing in common. Number 10, Apotheosis. The hero gains an understanding of his purpose. Armed for the rest of the story, he has this newfound determination to succeed. Harry understands his mother's protection and his power over Voldemort. This woman decides she wants to break up with her boyfriend and remain in New England. Number 11, Ultimate Boon. The hero achieves the goal he set out to accomplish. Yay. Harry defeats Voldemort through Professor Quirrell, and he also ends up winning the House Cup. Yay, victory for Harry. In this book, this girl um, fixes up the house and she secures this new job and she's very happy. Number 6 through 11 is considered the initiation of the hero's journey. Number 12, refusal of return. Um, if the hero's journey has, has been victorious, the hero will be reluctant to leave this new state of mind. And this is very true, Harry Potter doesn't want to leave Hogwarts. This girl decides she doesn't want to leave New England. In fact, she doesn't even want to go back to the city for her best friend's wedding because then she's going to have to see her ex-boyfriend in the life that she's left behind. She's kind of triggered by that. Number 13, Magic Flight. The hero must escape with the object of his quest, evading those who would reclaim it. So in Harry Potter, this is when he gets on the train to go back home and Malfoy um, kind of has another encounter with him and kind of threatens him again. Um, you know, like, we'll get you next year type of thing. This very long and complicated romance novel um, that I'm writing <laughs> right here on this podcast. What this woman has gained is inner peace, and she must maintain her inner peace even if she goes to this girl's wedding. So she does some reflection, and she finds some inner strength, and she heads back into the city for this wedding. I don't know at this point. This story is very convoluted. Number 14, rescue from without. The hero will then receive help from a guide. Harry Potter, I think, you know, Harry finds strength in his friends, Hermione and Ron. They promise they'll be here with him to help him face whatever next year brings about and whatever the Dursleys do to him at home. This girl is reassured by her best friend that they're still going to be best friends, even though they've chosen different paths in life. And even though this girl broke up with her ex. Number 15, crossing of the return threshold. The hero returns to the normal world. Harry settles down with the Dursleys for the summer. 
Um, this girl goes to the wedding and she has a great time. Number 16, master of two worlds. The hero achieves a balance and there is enlightenment. In Harry Potter, of course, the story continues on for six more books. So this doesn't really happen and Harry Potter kind of ends there. But in this girl's book, she decides that she can go back into the city, see her mother, be friends with her old friends, and also live this new, beautiful, different life in New England. Number 17 is freedom to live. Cue the happy ending. And those are the 17 steps of the hero's journey. Steps 12 to 17 are called the return. Um, I hope this helped you understand the hero's journey a little bit more, at least from a high-level perspective and kind of how it might be illustrated in some different types of novels. Um, as I was saying, not all novels follow this one-for-one, one, and I don't necessarily know that it correlates also one-for-one one with pinch and plot points, but I was just kind of trying to illustrate um, some connections that I noticed, and I hope this episode provided you um, some resource if you are drafting up um, a novel and maybe you were looking for a new approach to outlining or a new approach to understanding your character, maybe if you do write in a different genre that doesn't traditionally use this kind of structure um, for creating a story. I think that it helped me understand these points a little bit better. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I'll talk to you on our next road trip.